0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network.
1: Hey, this is TNA Knockout Gail Kim, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast.
0: The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, At the rough house where black people and white people
1: watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Good job.
0: We're rolling. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, everybody. How's hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's wacky Saturday morning. Ralph uh, Housery here at the house of Marty F and Day. Yeah, I already feel bad for
1: the listeners because uh, we're we're recording in person. Uh-huh. It, it's uh, a crisp 1115 in the morning on a Saturday. I went to bed at 4 a.m. I don't know about you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: Brutal. Yeah, Brutal. yeah. And it wasn't for, I mean, I, it wasn't because I was staying up watching Dominion. I uh, yeah. I worked from 8.30 a.m. to about 12.30 a.m. Yes. And then I... Over multiple jobs. Two jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So two jobs, Um, my day job, and then the, the Magoobies Joke House closed it down, Uh, both the kitchen, which I, where I worked, and then the bar, where I was... Having multiple cocktails, there you go, with some friends, well, uh, talking about our masturbation um, habits? Uh, habits. Oh wow, it's a good talk. Nice strong talk. Strong talk. Who
1: <laughs> who, is, uh, who is at McGoobies this weekend? I over, Do you know? No idea. Okay. No, if it's
0: not anybody um, that I'm interested in, I'm just like, who is it? I never heard of that person. Okay, cool. <laughs> how many people is it going to be? That's really all I care about is how many people I have to prep for. Right. So, right. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, you know, he he did drew okay. For a Friday night in the summer time, still it's summer, so yeah. we'll say summer. Um, so yeah, that was a uh, just just a long day, long night, and then just couldn't spin down. I was I was just like, you know what? I, I had some friends in the area. I'm like, hey, come on up, have a drink. And then we we just had some drinks, and then after they left, I ended up talking to the bartender and the owner for another half hour about mm-hmm. life. And then uh, I was like, I sh- I need I need to go home. <laughs> I was like shit. We're recording in a number of hours. I yeah. Need to I need to go home. Plus, I was holding it a Duke. Um I'm a <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real this morning. Yeah. Maybe it's the no sleep filter here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where the rest of the show goes. <laughs> I'm trying to get all this shit out. Literally, Literally. uh I'm I'm a I'm a private pooper. I like I like my I like my turlet at home. Yeah. Um I wasn't like code browning, but it was there. Yeah, it was it was swirling around, ready to go. Yeah. Um. And then when I got home, it was go time. So right. So in turn, that was, that was you nice.
1: Know, you, you just had another half hour on top of yeah
0: the rest of your I evening. Was, I was literally falling asleep on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I because like the New Japan spoilers were starting to come in and match reactions, yeah. and I'm like scrolling through Twitter on my phone on the toilet, and just my eyes are getting heavy, and I feel myself like slouching over. I'm like, I should I should really. I should really stop this. Yeah. So then I got up and took a shower because I was gross from working in a kitchen, and then uh, and then yeah, then I throw on X two X Men United and mm-hmm. <laughs> went to bed. <laughs> Weird
1: life. <laughs> hey man, uh, you're you're describing uh, my my pre marriage
0: life in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean those you know you just throw on late night movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fall asleep on the toilet. I've done that a couple times. Full disclosure. <laughs> Not like falling off the toilet to no, sleep, no. but just like, you know. They had, they had, they had you the, the, you, the you, neck jerk. Yeah, to wake yeah. yourself up like, go. Oh, you get am- a little bit of the heroin yeah. nod, and then yes, you're, you're, that's the you're one. Good. Yeah, yeah. I was like what am I doing with my life? Yeah, Le-
1: legitimately, not that long ago, I had a coworker who, as far as we could tell, was heroin nodding. Oh man. Yeah. He he later uh, got removed from said company due, yeah, due to some <laughs> concerns of issues <laughs> yeah. of his extracurricular activities. That's a big issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was one of those things. Uh, not not to put dude in his business blast, but, uh, this dude. yeah, uh, he, he was literally like, Coming into work with his face all cut up and shit, it oh. was it was real weird. Maybe uh, well, the first weird. rule of
0: Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> you know what, so. Fair point. Maybe that's know, what he was that's doing. What he, that's why he couldn't say what was going on. So uh, it is the Roughhouse Podcast. Oh yeah, hey, yeah.
1: Uh, sorry <laughs> that our standard episode was a little bit delayed. Uh, real life got in the way. I, this time, my fault. Totally my fault. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know it happens. Yeah, uh, but we're recording with you today, and uh, based on what we have planned for the rest of the day, if you are not just listening to the free feed, but you are a Patreon subscriber. You should be getting uh, a Rough House redo in the
0: very near future. Yes. We're going to bang out a couple of those. We're going to do hopefully a Patreon exclusive episode as well. Yeah. And then head over there uh, if you haven't uh, realized by now. uh, Every day between now and this coming Wednesday, Wednesday is the premiere of Lucha Underground Season 4. Yep. So back when I went out to LA in March, I recorded a whole bunch of interviews that they asked me to hold off on posting until the premiere was imminent and uh, imminency has arrived. So uh, as as of right now on Saturday morning, I already have my interview with Marty Elias, senior official, and Matt Stryker, the voice of Lucha Underground. So they're up now. We've got uh, some other ones: Cobra Fox, uh, Cobra Fox, Dante Fox, and Cobra Moon. Yeah, two separate interviews. Uh, then we've got I got Famous B. We got Joey Ryan, Taya, um, Cage, and somebody else that I'm forgetting. But. A bunch of them, and they're yeah. great, and those are free. So uh, those are up on the Patreon for free. They'll be oh, wow. one or two daily. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, give give people a taste. Yeah, give give everybody an idea of, of the awesomeness that is lucha. Because now that the season is coming back, I'm not going to stop talking about it. So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is what happens.
1: Yeah, I, and uh, it, it basically means I need to be prepared for an intense amount of lucha talk. Do you have the L Network? Uh, no, I do not. Have you
0: ever watched uh, mm-hmm. more than a few episodes? Or are you caught? Up where are you where no, are you at on know. Lucha? I,
1: I've I've basically watched a handful of episodes and matches. Okay. I, I, I I have nowhere near the level. Of, <laughs> basically, I think this is probably the the best comparison. What I am to New Japan, you yes. are to Lucha when it comes to this show. Hundred uh, percent. You've seen. Random matches here and there. You know enough to be dangerous in terms of having
0: discussions about new right. pants,
1: but you aren't watching the shows. No, right. No. That's where I'm at with Lucha. Okay. I I haven't sat down and watched every season. I cannot recount all of
0: the backstory. Like, <laughs> it, the, like the my story is also batshit crazy. Yes, yes. And, and oh, you know, interwoven between three seasons of uh, vignettes and time travel and power yeah. gauntlets and, with, and all kinds of crazy. The possible
1: stuff. exception of Chikara, probably the
0: most comic booky. Fed out there, yeah, but there it's it's like uh, let's, so. Uh, Lu- Chikara is like the Three Stooges, right? And Lucia Underground is like uh, Robert Rodriguez. I mean, yeah, exactly. Ju- just
1: looking at it yeah. from it being an L Rey property, yeah. it is, excuse me, the darker, more mature
0: version yes. of that. So all I need is Salma Hayek uh, pouring a beer down her leg into my mouth. I, I don't even I like know. feet, but that's pretty cool, and I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Salma Hayek. I mean, she's like. Pushing 50 and still smoking. Yeah. I yeah. think she's pushing 50. No, she definitely
1: okay. is. Because, right. I mean, what? Um, <clears throat> uh, God, what was the name of the movie? From Dust Till Dawn had yeah. to be easy 20 plus years ago. Well, yeah, that
0: was like George Clooney's first uh, major motion picture. Yeah, right, I think. right.
1: So we're looking mid 90s there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Him mm. and Tarantino mm. acting. Mm. Weird. Eh, it's, it's okay. And Harvey Keitel. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Cheech Marine. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. that God, it's been a while since I've run that back. That's a great movie.
1: It is. It, it's real, real good. <laughs> you can totally avoid all of the the crappy direct-to-video sequels, of course. They, mean, they made a
0: series about it as well? Yeah. On yeah, the LRA on the the network. LRA network. Yeah, yeah.
1: One of the few uh, uh, ongoing ongoing series on there that isn't Lucha Underground.
0: So. Yeah, and they have some other show beasts. Not Beastmaster. That's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but something like that, I think. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And well, have a whole I, bunch of kung fu
1: movies. Yeah, I would say I mostly know them for marathons of kung fu movies <laughs> and Godzilla movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. B- big on the dash lock. Um, uh, but the the world of pro wrestling this week, uh, you know, it, it it's, it's terrible to say this. I almost wish we were back to pay per views every two weeks. Yes, I agree. Uh, everything feels like we're just waiting. I mean, I don't know if it was yeah. because there was an extended period of time between the last pay per view and now. Like I don't know if I'd have to see how they
0: landed on calendars, but it feels like it's a long road to Money in the Bank. Well, plus on the Raw side, those guys haven't had a pay per view since WrestleMania, right? So that's April seventh or ninth or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're we're over two months. Removed from Wrestlevania – Wrestlevania? Yeah. That's that's Dracula That's, that's uh, where Dracula's Simon Belmont it. fought mm-hmm. Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we're two months away from that. So, you know, we had back- Backlash, yeah. which was SmackDown only. That was the last – Was um, it? I, I
1: thought it was a, a combined show because we had – Was it? Uh, yeah, oh, that's, fuck, you're that, right.
0: That, that was the first combined one because okay. we had uh, – I'm just wrong. Joey Samoe and uh, Roman on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? It was so such bad of a show that I kind of just yeah, forced you, it from my memory. You just,
1: you just purged it completely. Um, I did, but yeah, it, it, it feels like we're all just waiting to get to the fireworks yeah. factory when it comes <laughs> to money in the yeah. bank right now. And all ended up being a box factory instead. <laughs> oh, good God! Um, so what? What do you want to? What do you want to land on? Do You want to land on the weirdness that is
0: Rhonda and Naya? Do
1: you want to? Yeah, talk we, about? we can.
0: We can, We can pick up with that. So. Yeah. Man, all right. So this is the second, third week in a row, something like that, where yeah. Ronda has come out on commentary. Oh. Uh, and I know that they're trying to, you know, get her talking legs under her. Right. If, you know, for lack of a better term. Right. Um, get her more accustomed to it. Because that was the one benefit of UFC is you mm-hmm. don't have to hype up your own matches. They do that for you.
1: Right. Although <clears> they <throat> would do press, you know, your, your sports centers and that sort
0: of thing. Yeah, but that isn't the same as you know, trying to sell it to, you know, in the, you know, you're not in the, you don't come out to an, the octagon. Exactly. And call exactly. out uh, Amanda Nunez, Nunez or whatever her yeah. name was and say, bitch at UFC, I'm going to uh, UFC yeah. 185. I'm going to kick you in the twat and murder your face balls.
1: Right, right. Everything is, it's a sit down promo. I'm sure they get mo- face balls is a great Thank you. term. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thanos has those, right? Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> you you get more than one take, which yes. I think is probably the most important part. Yeah, you don't have twenty thousand people screaming yep. things at you, good or bad. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a lot more of a controlled environment. And the thing I've noticed about Ronda over the years, and you if you had never been exposed to Ronda Rousey, you probably saw a little bit of it on the WrestleMania press tour. Uh-huh. Um, she has good press days, and she has. Bad press yeah. days, and you don't know what you're gonna get. And I know that that the overwhelming response, apparently internally to Rhonda, is like, "Oh, you know, she's coming, and she's uh, yeah, there. You go. Uh, <laughs> she she's coming to the WWE, and she isn't acting like she's this big time celebrity. She's right. throwing herself into the mix and basically dedicating herself <clears throat> to being really good at this. Yeah." Which, you know, has surprised a lot of people, both internally and externally. I know yeah. I sure as shit didn't
0: expect that response.
1: No. I thought she'd be Brock, too, yeah. for
0: better and for
1: worse. It, well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you can tell she's trying. And, you know, I do give her credit for trying. Um, but it's it's just not all, not all there yet. She, right. She has the name value, which, you know, as we spoke about a couple weeks ago, helped them land a billion-dollar TV deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like a billion and a half or whatever the Universal one on top a of it. A massive TV deal. A shit ton on. of money. Yes. Uh, and somehow Michael Hayes is still alive. Um, but <laughs> that, we're, that we're aware of. <laughs> that, we're, that we're, as of right now. Yeah. We I, haven't seen a body, but we haven't not seen a body. That, that math checks out. Yeah. Um, but, Schrodinger's PSA. Yes. So when she's in the ring alone and trying to talk, that's where she falls the most. I have a feeling when she's doing these commentary things, they're either like slipping her notes or like some Somebody's talking in her ear, very right. softly, feeding her lines and stuff like right. that. But even you know, giving her, telling her what to say, doesn't really ensure good delivery right. of what is being said, which is still part of the problem. I feel like she needs um, a class on how to talk like a human being. <laughs> is that is that something we can offer there at the PC? Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of feels like that's there. And, and, and to to
1: you know, tie it into what I was saying earlier. It felt like Monday night was one of those nights where Ronda didn't want to play. Yeah. Like, she just wasn't engaging. Like, she just seemed to be in a shit mood. Yeah. And maybe that's her trying to portray this character of, oh, Nia's getting under my skin, da 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 Yeah. It just came off like, I really don't want to be here. This is a waste of my time which always gets people to pay
0: attention yes. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100% of the time it works 60% of the time. Yes. Something like that. Strike that, reverse it. Um, but yeah, I I I did pick up on that as well. So she did the commentary and Natty and Naya had a match. Mm-hmm. Um, Naya came out smiling now. Yep, smiling Naya again. Smiling like a like a true baby face, which confused the shit out of me after the previous week where she went all in on on Rhonda being a bully. I don't know if it was backlash from that or if they just don't know or care about what the fuck they're doing. I don't know, because I I can also say, uh, because
1: a friend of mine on Twitter is a big Naya fan, Uh, apparently Naya was back to posting her her motivational quotes again, which I get it. I, I understand, especially in Twitter, that we're, we're, we're this weird blend of, of kayfabe and yeah. reality. And, you know, it, it's almost like we need a little icon on each tweet as to whether this is the real person <laughs> or the storyline
0: character. <laughs> At least Hogan signs his, his worker tweets, HH. He does. We got that when going he, for When, his when he forgets which member of the Viva La Bam crew is dead. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes, I did. And Bam even replied, saying, I'm still around, but I miss you too, brother. That's the best response he could have. Oh, sorry, brother. I got you confused with whatever the fuck the guy is that died. Uh, Ryan Dunn? Yeah, sure. That's it. But,
1: But anyway, Naya got... Basically, this feud started with Charlotte going... You guys should have that match. And Ronda going, I don't know. I don't know that I deserve it yet. And it was like this almost like friendly challenge. And then we turn to Nia being a heel against Ronda. Ronda, who can come off way more natural as a heel. Yes. uh, Being our baby face. And then you have this week where Ronda doesn't seem to be giving a shit. And Nia is smiling baby face up until the point that Natalia gets injured again. Well, and and then even afterwards, yeah,
0: even afterwards she was concerned for Natty. Why are you concerned? First of all, she was apologizing for it. And they're like, uh, she didn't have anything to do with it. Right. It's with the injury for Natty. She like tweaked her knee running off the ropes, which is hysterical. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so she was all concerned, and I guess that's the story they were trying to tell. And then right. Rhonda got between her and was pushing her away. All three of those women are terrible actresses, <laughs> so the whole thing came off as really bad um, teenage theater, yeah, uh, high school theater sort of thing. It was it was not great, and it went on a little bit long too. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to Sammy Zayn and Bobby Lashley in a minute. Oh god, um, but yeah, and then they did it backstage again too, and it was just like it's 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 not working. This way, so I don't know. Who knows what uh, Nia Jax will show up on Raw on Monday. Yeah. Or if Ronda is going to. I'm not sure if she's been announced for Uh, the show or not. I don't know because I know
1: that that, uh, she's been doing press this week. She's got that movie Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg coming out. Oh. Um. Yeah, because yeah.
0: as we just said, she's a great actress.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Christ. kind of funny. Uh, oh god, she's she got was so bad movie. in Expendables. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Well, we get more of her thanks to Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg. Oh um, god, no. So yeah, I I don't know. And 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 this does ask what Ronda, what Nia is gonna show up at Money in the Bank. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's just. They're being consistently inconsistent with the two of them. Which is just what you
0: want for your pro wrestling product. But actually, it's something we've become accustomed to. Your hopefully (laughs) Emmy-nominated pro wrestling product. Yeah, they did a whole, like, presentation in Uh L.A. trying to get nominated. uh,
1: For an Emmy for Raw 25, which, as we all know, was the best episode of Raw over the past year.
0: Oh, my God, the show was so bad. (laughs) Like, I get, maybe it's like, like a technical... Sort of thing of doing uh, you know, doing a dual broadcast for three, sure, uh, two different sure. locations. Logistic-wise, it was uh, a feat, and they accomplished it pretty seamlessly. Yeah. Um, aside, from people in the Manhattan Center may have the, a the live a, a crowd <laughs> different had some issues. thing to say for the TV audience. Right,
1: went perfectly it fine did. from it did. a broadcast standpoint. Sure.
0: Quality standpoint, eh, well, yeah. you know, there were
1: some discussions to be had. But yeah,
0: I well, I mean, and we did have that. Uh, yeah, you know, it was just kind of carting everybody out. Everybody saying hey and whatever. Yeah. it wasn't you know action packed. No, uh, not at all. Um, you know, but. Uh,
1: but yeah, they're they're trying to go for an Emmy for that. Meanwhile, yeah, they man. can't have consistent writing week to week. But you know I, what? Best of know, luck to them. If
0: they're going to start their EGOT with uh, an Emmy for, for <laughs> Raw 25, um, you know, Jim Johnson should have won a Grammy years ago. Yeah. Maybe the CFOs will pick one up. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the Oscar. Maybe uh, – you know what? John Cena – became the first uh, pro wrestler to be the lead in in, an Oscar-nominated film this past year. Uh, Ferdinand, Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah, was, that's uh, right. He voiced the lead, and he, that was nominated for Best Animated Feature. So yeah. he's a piece of trivia right now. Yeah. So they had, they had their touch with the Oscars, right. even though that wasn't a WWE film, per se. But right. See what was that, in it. That
1: WWE musical, that's really going to set it <laughs> that's, off.
0: That's what I was waiting for to the end here. So <laughs> I, I'm curious to see how they would go with this. Would they do uh, a Book of McMahon, Book of Mormon-esque <laughs> thing? Do they do uh, Phantom of the Funeral Home with Kane?
1: Uh, (laughs) You know what? That's the Oscar-nominated movie. You know, they try to actually figure out the continuity and biography of Kane
0: on film. Oh, my God. With a big six-foot dick. (laughs) Uh, Side note, Phantom of the Funeral Home is the title of a song by the German band Powerwolf that Mm. I'm super into, so you should check that out.
1: Okay, there you go. Uh, uh, (laughs) Tony-wise, I think really what we need to have is a Vince McMahon one-man shout. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I would pay. Oh, I, I, t- I'd i be there. Dollar. I'd be there. Top dollar for him to, you know, the, the spotlight comes down on him and he's talking, you know, WrestleMania 1, <laughs> Madison Square Garden, and Muhammad Ali and Cindy Lauper, and a whole bunch of people that are dead. It was a great time. Liberace. Liberace was there. <laughs> Oh my yeah, and then he goes to a separate part of the stage. I, you see the big sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I imagine yeah. it being. I, I picture Vince McMahon as Kumail just going <laughs> and like teaching everybody about kayfabe on the side, <laughs> like a big dry erase board. It'd be yeah, fucking yeah. Hysterical. He pulls
1: like a towel over his head. Yeah. And he's like his McMahon's grandma. <laughs> and, you know,
0: ice cream bars. There are a bunch of crazy characters in my family. There's my grandmother. <laughs> So yeah, but he never does 20. a
1: voice. It's always just him doing. I'm Vince's grandma. Yeah, yeah and still, yeah. I would empty my
0: bank account. <laughs> oh yeah, which is not much, but uh, I would still empty it to see yeah, it. I, I'd
1: be there. Uh, so speaking of acting, uh, back to Raw. <laughs> uh, all right. So who is at fault for this Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn mess? Now, now, Chris, I I don't mean to sound like the the cynical smark that undoubtedly I am here. But the end result of all of this is I want to see Bobby Lashley get his revenge on Sami Zayn. Sure. Right? That's that's what all this is building up to. Right. Why does Bobby Lashley not seem to give an ounce
0: of a fuck about what's going on around him? He is an android. He has to be. (laughs) He has to be some sort of uh, host, escape from um, wrestling world at Westworld. Yeah. Uh, You know, Jim Delos just, uh, you know... Went hard and created a whole uh, wrestling organization. He's, that's that's where we are. Uh, he cannot emote. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh,
1: I I think the headband is hiding his get out scar. Like it's <laughs> it, it's not good. He just he just comes out smiling and waving. I mean, Man. like. I, okay, so he's the baby face. I get that. So maybe okay. smiling and waving is supposed to be. But isn't he supposed to be, like, all fiery and mad that Sami yes. Zayn keeps making fun? And now, like. He's ambivalent. Now now there's this whole thing about, like, DMing people over
0: Instagram and getting asked <laughs> to be part of a fan cl- like Burner Instagram uh, accounts. What the fuck is this even about? I don't know. I, I feel like that was, like. What's this Instagram thing people are talking about? <laughs> Working into a promo. <laughs> and that's that's what we got on Monday. It's what the kids like. It's what the kids like. Do we have we- one of those. <laughs> Buy a gram and put an Insta in there. I don't, it's, it's it's terrible. Um, yeah, I feel like that's where that came from. It, it went way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and Sammy, bless his heart, is he's doing. Trying. He's doing the best he can. He's trying. And he, he is a good shithead, um, just jerk. Yeah, yeah he, he's 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 doing everything he can. And I think you know, I think it was good for him and Kev to separate a little bit because it had been the Sammy and KO show for. It was pretty hardcore of uh, focus on them on SmackDown. So yeah. them kind of doing their own thing for a little bit right. helps. And they can go back to that whenever they need it. Uh, it looks like, you know, Balor and Owens uh, are having some fun leading up to Money in the Bank. And Zayn's going to, you know, put over Lashley
1: or yeah. Sami
0: Zayn. When's the last time you think Sami Zayn had, like, uh, a good win? Was it last year's Money in the Bank when he beat Mike Kanellis? I, I think that's it
1: because he's basically been the fall guy. For Owens over, yeah. over the past year on SmackDown, uh, yeah, it's such a shame because you know we saw on NXT his his abilities to be a top babyface. Yeah, probably the most pure top babyface yeah. since like say a Ricky Steamboat where yeah, it's before like, Johnny Gargano showed up. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> very true. That's why I'm worried about Gargano getting called up because yeah. it seems like they have no idea what to do with somebody if they're that pure. Or anything. Yeah, and Sammy, all the credit in the world when they turned him heel uh you know during the the Hell in the Cell match sure, yeah. between Owens and Shane I wasn't sure how well that was going to work yeah but turns out he's just as good at being an irritating shithead as he is as being a fiery babyface it's true so it's not like he's performing poorly it's just the situations they're putting him in are not good, and I'd say just as much, you know, I, I could talk shit about uh Bobby Lashley here, but they aren't in to use the old Paul Heyman phrase accentuating his positives and hiding his negatives, yeah. They're putting both guys out there to die,
0: and I don't know why, yeah. It's, it's like poor Sami Zayn is on the wrestling edition of Chopped, and he has a turd, some peanuts, and a flour tortilla, yeah. So, eat, the best you can do is make a turd burrito with peanuts in there. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Um I don't know why I made that analogy, but you're <laughs> You've still been eating watching shit. a lot of chopped, I guess. You're still eating shit yes, at the end of the exactly. day. Is where I was going with that. Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it it's a shame. I really want this to be over with. I don't know what you do with Lashley though. Well, uh you know, the the
1: word for the longest time was they were going to be building to Lesnar Lashley sure. at some point in the not too distant future. It sounds like now get ready for this. Oh
0: god, don't. The big
1: it. match for SummerSlam is going to be Brock Lesnar uh. defending the universal title against and I say it with me, OG538 no. Roman Reigns. The
0: fuck, people. Yep fourth time's the charm no it's fucking not <laughs> the second time wasn't you didn't do it like I, I, I was so ready for it to happen at yeah. Mania I was like alright fine yeah. we'll yeah. do it we'll get it out of the way Brock will go away or do whatever mm-hmm. he's doing and then mm-hmm. we'll get the, the rain show for a little bit uh, I was I was ready. I committed myself to. All right, yeah. I was I was I was prepared for it, and then it didn't happen, and I got pissed. Yeah, and it, it, I like Brock better than I like Roman, mm-hmm. but I'm still pissed about it because we haven't seen Brock since then. Right, and you know Roman is just continuing to Roman. Exactly,
1: uh, you know he he feels like a non-factor at this yeah. point. I know he's on the shows. Sure. I know he exists. I well, know he's being going a to get with gender. Gender Mahal doesn't really help your stock that much. <laughs> it's a great way to hide in plain sight. It's uh, true. It's, it's true. Just it, it's not good. But by, by the way, before the comparison gets brought up, yes, I know they just did Omega Okada Four earlier this morning. It's a very, very different feud, That's even though they keep going different. back to that well. Uh, but I, I, I can see where someone go, well, they did that four times, and you're
0: happy as a pig and shit over that. I am, but it's yes. very different. It's well, very, very yeah, different. It's two of the greatest uh, workers in the world right now mm-hmm. putting on 60-minute barn burners. And I heard that uh, – I don't know if – I didn't fact check this, but somebody tweeted that um, the match at Dominion last night uh, on Friday night um, – in that match, those two wrestled uh, longer than Brock has wrestled in his entire oh, wow. uh, Universal title ring, going back to the WrestleMania before this year's. Oh,
1: wow. You know, considering every single Brock match has been kind of a sprint, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that, I like a good, solid, you know... Like, I, I loved uh, Lesnar Goldberg from Mania last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can see why that would be definitely possible sure uh but that is kind of
0: messed up when you
1: think about yeah, it yeah
0: yeah uh it, it is you know it's but you know it's a different style over there they yeah. put on different kinds of matches right but actually that even makes it even more impressive with the style of matches that they put on over there that they're yeah. going 60 uh 60 plus minutes mm-hmm. um to a finish so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do uh you know neither of us have watched dominion yet we'll, yeah we'll watch it i have uh Buddy gave me his uh, uh, New Japan World uh, oh, nice. password, so I'm gonna spend tomorrow afternoon uh, enjoying. It, it, it's a long Dominion. show; yeah. you can probably skip like the first half. I'll probably watch like four or five matches. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, care yeah. about all the the yeah. tags in the beginning. Yeah, just I just see... get
1: to the Bucks tag and there forward. You're yeah. So
0: I want to see the the Bucks uh, tag. I want to see uh, Jericho Naito. I want to uh-huh. see the six man tag with, with the uh, yeah with Ray and Cody and um, that. I want to see. Omega um, Okada. Omega Okada and the... Uh, uh, t- uh, Takahashi uh, Osprey. Takahashi Osprey. And then isn't uh, Bone Sold Ishimori in a match too? Uh, Ishimori wasn't on this show. Oh, that was the Super yeah, Juniors. Yeah, that was that was. it. I have to Super go back Juniors. and watch that. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, You want to watch the finals of the Super
1: Juniors yeah, yeah, yeah. from earlier this week. And right. then literally the matches you want to watch are like the second half of the show, of Dominion. So,
0: That's like having the King of the Ring and then five days
1: later doing SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of. Re- I, I'm not caught up. Yeah, and, it's and, crazy. Uh, there are people, you know, like uh, uh, what's his name on on Twitter, Mr. Larietto, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the guy who does all, all the, the gifts, great gifts. Yeah, like he watches every show and gifts as he watches. Bless I, his heart. I don't know how people do it. Like, you know, we we aren't Dave Meltzer. We can't say, well, it's my job. Like, yeah, I I loaded up Dominion this morning just to see how long of a show it was and the video because when you load it, it tells you how long it is. Uh. Uh-huh. Five hours and thirty-eight minutes, and I was like, "Well, fuck that." Yeah, that ain't happening today. I ain't watching the first half of that show, even though even though it has people I like. I'm I'm skipping to the second half. Yeah, Um, no, I'm with you on that. But but we can talk more about that once we've seen it. Uh, Back to WWE. Do you want to jump into SmackDown, or you want to talk about the legal stuff that Uh, that got finalized this week? Too
0: notable happened on SmackDown. Yeah. Becky beat Charlotte one on one, which may have been the first time ever that she went over on Charlotte. Uh, I think so. I uh, could it, be wrong. It's on
1: definitely that. a a good sign for Becky heading into Money in yes, the Bank. Yes, momentum. Um, great momentum. That really solid match. Uh, yeah. Becky, if you didn't catch it, cut a really great promo on their YouTube, which is apparently the land of great WWE promos. Right, Brian. Because Daniel fire Bryan. On. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Shin bone to the dome, like your mama ain't home. Well, I don't know where that came from or why he said it but it's my new favorite
0: thing i feel like cena like wrote that for him and like <laughs> slipped it to him under breeze something like yeah yeah yeah. give this to Bree and then have Bree give it to brian like they're passing <laughs> notes in fucking right. this hoover's class in the second grade um <laughs> but yeah no that that was solid he went all in on uh on, on cast rightfully so yeah um so yeah that happened with bex we had a uh, really fun six-man tag uh, New Day gets oh, yes. Ms. Rusev, and, and Joey, Simone, Simone. which is a gr- just those three together is is just oh I so had good. Full on smart boner for that. It's so good. Um, and then what they left? What happened? I didn't catch the end because I had some stuff go down. Yeah. Um, did somebody le- did they leave Miz? Did Joe leave them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Joe and Rusev or just Joe? Left? I think it was just Joe. Just Joe? Which tells you also how much attention I paid to SmackDown <laughs> this week.
1: As much as we're lauding it as this awesome team, neither of us watched it. <laughs> <laughs> watched, not entirely paid attention to, however. Right, uh, yeah. Which, I mean, damn what they're doing that I, I can, like, let my mind wander on other things. It's true, um, it's true. Uh, also this week we got a taste of, and we haven't talked about this yet. I, I was, I kept meaning to bring it up the past few weeks. Uh, we got a taste of what we're seeing at the Money in the Bank, the Good Brothers against yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. I'm really excited for the Good Brothers to have this opportunity. Yes. It's clear that they're taking it very seriously. I don't know if you follow either one of them on, on the social media. To Carl Anderson. Yeah. They're Holy getting, shit. They're getting jacked. Yeah, they're seriously. Real jacked. So it. it I don't know if this is a sign that they know they're getting the belts and they're trying to get ready for it, but they're taking this very, very seriously. Yeah. And I guess my concern is because it's already like an 11 match card I, know, I know. is that it's going to be three minutes long.
0: And or on the pre-show. Probably yeah. both.
1: Yeah. Because uh, I don't think they've said what's going to be on the pre-show yet. No, that's my um, knowledge now. You can guess yeah. just from the card. Right. And, and I don't think we're getting a cruisador match on there. So I <laughs> <laughs> thought that was a slip at first. Like, no, nope. That was intentional. Nope, that's why I like calling it Okay. All right. I'll uh, take it. Well, yeah. We're not getting the flippy dudes on the, yeah, on the pre-show. No so, so somebody's getting pushed to pre-show. Sure. Yeah. Um, although I would dare say even though I'm enjoying the B-team... I would put B-Team against the, the leaders of worlds on the, on the pre-show, pre-show. instead yeah. of the
0: bludgies, the brother-brothers. Yeah, the the brother-brother throwdown. The brother-brother throwdown brother. Yeah. Uh, the Civil War, brother against brother. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. Um, I hope they give it, uh, you know, at least a little bit amount of time. Let the uh, good brothers get some offense in there. And, you know, uh, tag wrestling is always, or not always, but recently had a little more... Space to Breathe on SmackDown, which is funny considering it's the smaller show or shorter show. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I would like to see something from those guys because I've enjoyed... You know most of what the bludgeons have been doing. It's a little cheesy, right. but I like cheese. Yeah, um, you know, nice gouda, smoked gouda, or <laughs> yeah, you know, love goat cheese. They have like a, like a honey goat cheese. Yeah, It's yeah. really good. Smear that on some Ritz crackers. It's You're fucking good to go, man.
1: Exactly. That's that. That to me is uh, the most dangerous section of Trader Joe's. You go in there, and they got that
0: good ass cheese. <laughs> oh, he's making that Trader Joe money. <laughs> I'm going to Aldi and like <laughs> scraping the bottom, and like digging through for a dollar. Half block of goat cheese. I think they're the same. Pay they they don't buy the same Yeah, company. yeah. yeah.
1: So we're we're eating the same thing. I'm just paying more because I'm more stupid. For it. You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's right down the street, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cut yeah. your grocery bill in half. <laughs> Paid for by Aldi. Um, or Aldi. I don't. I don't know. I've, I say Aldi because it's spelled Aldi, but people yeah. say Aldi like there's only one L. What are yeah. you doing? I don't
1: know, man. I don't know. Anyway. Um... <laughs>
0: But yeah, how you feeling? talk on the roughhouse.
1: How you feeling about the the B team uh, as a deal? Because I, I hate to say it,
0: when they got formed and everything, I was like, this is the most Chris thing ever. <laughs> well, I've been down. I've been on the Bow train for uh, for many years now. And I'm Even glad though he's convinced lizard people are real, he's look. I'm not saying he's a fucking Mensa member, <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but uh, I I <laughs> like this is why I can't get into Flip Gordon because I know he's an idiot. <laughs>
0: Well, isn't AJ a flat earther too? Well, yeah. I mean... (laughs) Among other things. (laughs) AJ Styles, he's just a country bumpkin, man. Yeah. But he's really good at his job. That's true. Did you ever watch that table for three where he's just housing spaghetti and meatballs? Yes, yes. Yes. Fucking spectacular. <laughs> but I didn't even, I don't even remember half of what they talked about. I just remember AJ Styles just going to town on some big
1: ass meatballs and spaghetti I, I would have loved if that was just the first half and the second half. He just has like spaghetti sauce smeared <laughs> all over his beard.
0: Like a fucking child. Give him a little bib, <laughs> put him in a high chair. Oh like oh AJ. Oh, you're, you're AJ. Adorable. Uh but back to the B team. No, I, I like it. I'm in on it. I do think it's ridiculous. Uh, non-ironically, that they're selling a white T-shirt with, like, Sharpie on it for $27 that you could make for two. Yep. And I'm sure people are buying it. I don't know about that. It'll be $5 Fridays in two weeks, probably. Oh, absolutely. Like After uh, they lose this match.
1: Yeah, because, uh, you know, the, the you put it out there on our social media, this idea of them basically being brought in and put into the lake of rejuvenation. Yes, and, yes. Well, I would love to see that. If only because I feel like uh, Curtis and Bo are two really solid hands within yeah. the company that have never really gotten their fair shake. I mean, Curtis Axel's... Clearly one of their go-to guys to get people ready. Yeah. You know, he tra- retrained The Rock. Yep. I think he was involved with Brock's retraining. Okay. You know, uh, he's clearly respected internally. Yeah. It's just
0: externally, eh, who could give a shit? He had an intercontinental title run. He did. Uh, a couple years back. Around, I think he won on Father's Day, too. Yeah. Um, back when he had uh, Heyman and was reintroduced. Yeah. Before that, he was what? Michael McGillicuddy yep. or something? Yeah. God. The genesis of McGillicuddy. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> Vince all over it. And Bo Dallas... Super fun in NXT. Yeah.
0: And then... They kind of squandered it on the main roster. Kind of dumb on the main roster. Although I did like the social outcasts. I did, I did, too, and I loved them as the B-team or, or um, the Miztourage. Yeah, yeah. And now they're the B-team. So they're adaptive, which is something, right. you know, good. They, they can fit those roles, and they're, they're good lackeys. Yeah. You know, they're never going to be a Shawn Michaels or right. or and, anything like that. And but, I think it's also worth recognizing with a lot of guys, because I feel
1: like Tyler Breeze has been more outspoken about this lately on yeah, social yes. media. Careful, that- buddy. <laughs> well, well, it's this idea of it's not a bad thing. To be on the main roster and not be a top guy. That's true. That's true. Like, you're getting to live your dream. Yeah, you got job security. You have job security. J- a <laughs>
0: job. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. up, up. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> um, but the other thing is, like, you aren't under, say, the pressure that a John Cena is. It's true. Like, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, uh, dear listeners, think about this yourself. Does everyone want to be a manager? Does everyone want to be, you know, a president or a CEO or what have you? I mean, this is the closest equivalent in pro wrestling. It's true. Do you want to be the top guy and have all of the eyes on you? I mean, yeah, you can say that's why everyone got into wrestling. Sure. But I think there's also a point where you recognize... I like working in my box and doing what I do well. Oh, there you go, uh, <laughs> and you know, being okay with with what's been given to you and finding the ways to have fun with it. I feel like that's what you know, Tyler Breeze and Fongo
0: yeah. have done with um, with the Fashion Police. Um, they're in commercials. Exactly. They've done commercials and it's yeah. great. So, you know, they're 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 doing that. I think their merch sells, you know, at least okay for as not yeah. great They've as they They've had it is. like two
1: or three t-shirts yeah, already. Yeah. N-
0: none of them were great, but no. You, know, people, you own all three i them, yeah. sure. <laughs> I do still have the classic Fandango shirt from when he debuted. I'm sure you with do. With like the music notes of the cha-la-la on the back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Striking the pose in blue. I still wear it every now and then. People are like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm really into ballroom dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story. Um one, when I hosted one of my trivia games, um, I have a team that two of them are music teachers. Yeah. So as I was walking by, they were trying to like sing the theme song <laughs> on the back of my shirt, wow. which was hysterical. And That's they're like, amazing. why do you have that on the back of your shirt? And I'm like, it's a wrestling thing. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'm a gigantic nerd. Just yeah. leave me be. Yeah. Well, they already knew that. About well, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hide my nerddom at no, all. No, I, I,
1: Chris can attest, I'm literally wearing a Flash t shirt now, jeans, sneakers. We're uh, an Xavier School for gifted youngsters. Exactly. So. This is how I go to work. <laughs> I'm never I'm, I'm jealous of I'm, that. Unless I, I have to visit clients or yeah, clients to yeah, yeah. come in the office, I get to go to work like this. So you everyone win. just knows my shit. Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. aware. Right. Um So, you know, it, it is what it is. But to, to double back, like, not everybody in the WWE necessarily mm. wants yeah. to have that pressure or, or have that focus. I know. It, it's always discussed like if you don't want to be the top guy, why are you in the business? Well, not everyone's going to be the top guy, right? P- maybe people want to be the
0: Tito Santana of the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, there, there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Um, no, and- there's not. And then there's you know there's various levels of success in this right. business. And if you're at a point um, where you're happy with the level of success you're at, and you're you know financially stable, yeah. and you're having fun, you know, I listened a couple of weeks ago to. Um, uh, Brizongo was on the uh, Edge and Christian podcast, yeah, and they they just sounded like they're having a blast, and uh, that makes me feel better for them, and you know, not seeing them on TV or get opportunities to really show that they're really good wrestlers too. Um, but you know, they're they're more characters than they are um, wrestlers in, right. in, in the eyes of the company, and you know, you need those exactly. You know, it's, it's a full, it's a it's a variety show. It's, yeah. a, uh, you know, it's a you know it's a circus act you know you have yeah. you have different people doing different things that attracts different people and uh, you know there's something for everybody that's that's right. what they're trying to do under this big corporate umbrella
1: right right you know to to use like a a, a Saturday Night Live analogy yeah you know, talking about variety shows and so on not everyone wants to be an Adam Sandler maybe some people want to be a Kenan Thompson you know yeah. you have a
0: job for 15 years and everybody goes oh shit oh, Kenan yeah. like Tim, Tim Meadows <laughs> exactly uh, Horatio Sands yeah. also come to mind yeah you
1: maybe you. Yeah, maybe you just want yeah, <laughs> to be that solid funny hand yeah. or that that solid wrestling hand. Yes, that people kind of go, "That's awesome that that's what they get to do yeah. and they have a blast with it." Because I, I know all the time we in the IWC are like, "Why are they pushing Roman? They should push da 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 insert name of the minute instead. Right. Well. A lot of these guys have solid careers, and there's sure. nothing to be ashamed about. Even as much as I'm sitting here like boohooing what they're doing to Sami Zayn, because I, I, you know, I've enjoyed Sami Zayn for years. Yeah, like that dude, I'm sure is making a decent amount of money. Yeah, he's literally saving lives in Syria. True. Like. True. That's an awesome life. Yeah. I don't think anyone can look down upon that. I mean, Kevin Owens apparently, A, just re-signed uh, a deal with the WWE for a few years and just reactivated his Twitter account, so apparently Shania Twain will play a song for him. <laughs> I uh, saw that. It's <laughs> so, is hysterical. So you know what? When you're at that point in your career yeah. where it's like, hey, this singer I like, I'm gonna, just going to use Twitter to
0: get to you. Uh, not a bad place to be in. See, I feel like... Kevin Owens is kind of the person who is striving. He wants to be that top guy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm he, sure. He you know, does. he 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 wants to be. You you can see. You watch the 365 yeah. with him. You know, he he wants you know Vince's uh, approval on things. He wants, the, he thumbs wants up. the thumbs up. He wants the positive reinforcement. Yeah, and he wants to go out there and he wants to be the guy. Um, you know that 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 draws and closes the show and right. everybody talks about. Um, and that that's what's keeping him going. But again, he's you know. He's living his dream and making a comfortable living doing it. Um, but, you know, his his drive uh, to be at that level differs from, from somebody else, like a Tyler Breeze.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, this actually is a pretty good transition. Because the last time we saw a guy who wanted to take <laughs> on the world and be the top guy and couldn't do it... Uh, well, uh, WWE just lost a lawsuit to him. Well, not directly. Not WWE. directly. Uh, so... Uh, for those who have or have not been following, uh, we had what's very important, I guess, to us as podcasters. Yes. Uh, a very
0: important <laughs> ruling this week. It's true. Uh, as we should get some liability Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: probably should look into that. Thanks, Colt. Uh, the the big CM Punk Colt Cabana versus uh, Dr. Uh, Amon yes. lawsuit. Uh, the trial happened over the past week, and the court ended up ruling in favor of uh, Punk and Colton. Cabana. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for for those who don't know all the details, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, I'm not uh, a legal expert at all. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Chris is, unless he's been hiding something from me. Unless
0: it has to deal with social security. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, so, we're kind of at a loss here, so we're gonna just try to bumblefuck our way through this. Yeah. Um. Basically, Punk made all his statements a few Thanksgivings ago yep. uh, on the Art of Wrestling podcast, hosted by Colt Cabana. Uh, I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you know the ins an ounce of it, everything yeah. from you know keep Roman strong to Ryback being an idiot to Doctor Z Pack to Doctor Z and it's that last bit which was the crux of this lawsuit. Right. Basically, uh, Doctor Amon sued Cabana and Punk, Cabana for hosting the show, Punk for what he said. Uh, basically saying that it you know affected his ability uh to be a, a doctor professionally. Right. And he wanted 4 million dollars per episode, a total of 8 million dollars in restitution.
0: Right. Well, it was it was it, it was, was one th- uh a three, a dollar f- a 2 dollars for each listen.
1: Right, right. Yeah. It was something something ridiculous like that. Anyway, millions of dollars Millions of dollars were on the line here. Yeah. And I have to say for what on paper, would sound like a pretty open and shut case that you know Amon is going after something ridiculous, especially if
0: what Punk said was true. Well, there were some bumps and bruises along the way for both sides. Yeah, it, it basically what it came down to is you know Punk made his claims, uh, some of which he embellished yeah. uh, a little bit, some of which couldn't be. Um, uh, proven, yeah, yeah, confirmed with uh, with hard evidence, admissible evidence. Um, so, uh, and and Aman's whole argument was, like you said, that it, this podcast affected his ability to um, uh, be a practicing doctor within the WWE. Uh, And then the jury found out that it didn't because he's still working there. Yep. uh, And it hasn't affected his pay at all. The only thing that really happened were some people were mean to him on Twitter and were yelling at him at shows.
1: Including Twitter user Mike Latouris. (laughs) (laughs) Read out loud to the jury a tweet from Mike
0: Lothorus. And everybody snickered and rightfully so. Yes. Uh yeah, I mean this is this is where we are in the world right now. <laughs> um you know, I I've, I've been very outspoken on my opinions uh about punk. Uh, and this th- actually reading the full recap that Meltzer put together about this lawsuit, you yeah. know, gave me a little more um you know, I don't want to full on say sympathy, but you know, less less ire towards punk. I remember you know, when it happened, when he walked out, Justin and I like did like a, an emergency podcast. We have to talk about this right now. Right. And we were saying that, oh, all he did was like lay at the bottom of the ring in the Royal Rumble match. Right. He didn't do anything. Right. I didn't know that he got concussed yeah. by one of his best friends. Yeah, Kofi
1: Kingston <laughs> comes into that Rumble. If you go back and watch it, one of the first things Kofi does is he throws this clothesline. Yeah. There's a few too many bodies in the pool there. Yeah. And Punk gets his brain bounced against his yeah. head. And he's concussed. Yeah. And the the part that sounds crazy is that was and they were doing the math on on the Observer podcast, the yeah, Wrestling okay. Observer podcast, which uh, again is a, is a weird but hard listen at times yeah. because it's very information Dave, heavy. Yeah. Dave Meltzer is a fifty five year old man who constantly interrupts his own train of thought with his own train of thought. Um, <laughs> I do that, too. I, so. I, I, I can relate, but man, <laughs> there's a lot of information up there just right. trying to come out at the same time. It's true. But basically, that was 15 minutes into the Rumble. Punk went to the final four. Yeah. Even with... A concussion, right? And
0: then, well, that's on is that's on him because yeah, they tried to get they him tried
1: to get him out out. But apparently, the whole plan to get him out from Jump Street and what they even still did in right. the Final Four was have Kane right come out, take this guy who has a concussion.
0: Throw him into the stairs. Uh-huh. Throw him into the barricade, uh-huh.
1: and choke slam him through a table.
0: Yeah, a little uh, little funny that after you know uh, everybody in the back knew that you know he thought that he was concussed and had his bell rung or whatever, they still went through with putting him through a fucking table. Yeah,
1: they're they're freaking out. They need to get him out of there. They need to pull him out. They're worried about his health, but let's make sure he hits three inanimate objects before we right. take him out of the match. Look,
0: I, I get you trying to build to something that you were you know. Hope to do at WrestleMania, yeah. Um, which wouldn't have been the main event. Which wouldn't have been yeah. what he wanted.
1: And it takes two to tango. I'm sure Punk, you know, for Punk to take these moves, he has yeah. to be a part of oh, it. Of course. But just, yeah. Just imagine, because I'm sure the jury they picked, it was not designed to be. You know, do you know who CM Punk sure. is? Do you know who Cole Cabana is? Right. How much do you know about pro wrestling? They were trying to get people who knew as little of
0: the situation yeah. as possible. My mom could have been on that jury and probably still right. s- done the same thing.
1: So it's said out loud to you. This guy's concussed, and their big plan is, well, let's throw him into three things, and then he's yeah. out of there. It makes it makes the WWE sound like a ruthless meat grinder. It does. Which it kind of is. Kind of is. Yeah. I mean, the nature of pro wrestling is such. Yes. Nature of hell, professional sports True. is such. Yeah. And we could debate that all day, but to the outsider. How barbaric does that sound? And, and for as many of the other things that came up, you know, uh, that, that apparently Amon had broken HIPAA regulations yeah. by texting other, other, d- other WWE yeah. superstars about Punk's condition yeah. that Punk may or may not have actually had MRSA. It just was a cyst. Yeah. And it never got tested that the guy who who lanced it wasn't even really a doctor he was a physician's uh, assistant right yeah that punk went to cuz he doesn't have insurance
0: yeah a lot of a lot of weird and uh just shocking yeah. uh, revelations came out here uh yeah cuz i think the the person that he went to was aj's doctor or aj's yeah. uh, uh we're talking about aj lee not aj styles at this yes. point hopefully you guys have figured that out by now um but uh yeah so he went and and it, he didn't want it tested uh, because he didn't have insurance. Still, if I'm CM Punk in this situation, if I'm yeah. Mr. Brooks, and I'm getting something lanced which uh, and drained, which just fucking sounds painful and disgusting, yeah. uh, I, I want to know what that is exactly. and if there's anything that could come from it. Right. Insurance or not, he still had a couple bucks for a, a test. I can't imagine it being more than a couple hundred bucks to get this thing tested. Yeah. I, like I, I'm not a doctor or a physician's assistant. <laughs> yeah, as it is, but um, the closest yeah.
1: I've got is my initials RMD. That's all I've really got going <laughs> for me here. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it, that was one of the the eyebrow raising moments of it all for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, I it was a pointless lawsuit. Like yeah. It wasn't like Amon got fired. If Amon no. got fired, that'd be one thing. Then he if, probably would have won. Yeah, exactly. If, if uh, you know, there were things other than, oh, he got angry tweets and right. people making fun of him at live shows, again. Demi Latouris. Would have been very,
0: very different. Really, the person, at the end of the day, I felt the worst for was Cabana. Yeah, he kind of got dragged through the mud for really just helping out a friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe putting some kind of disclaimer in front of that might have have helped him not be culpable. And they even, you know, took it apart. I mean, credit to
1: uh, Cabana's lawyer, who I guess was Punk's lawyer as well. I think they had several lawyers. Well, whoever it was, they did point out the fact that Cabana... Never really said anything libelous himself. Right. Yeah. He was very much letting punk tell his story. He never said, oh, you know, fuck Dr. Rman. Yeah. He, he was very good to say they, them, yes. like as a collective. He yeah. never made any, you know, direct accusations. Yeah.
0: And that podcast was 90% punk talking too. So Right. <laughs> right.
1: Uh in related bit, I will say, if you are at all interested in the fallout from the trial, uh Cole Cabana recently changed the format of his podcast, Art of Wrestling, to be more like a wrestling road trip diary, because he felt like everybody and their brother was doing sit-down interviews with wrestlers. His episode this week, special episode, he basically recorded his thoughts before and after each day of the trial. Okay, So, yes, there's an intro where he gives the spoiler that, oh, they won, but you get to experience in real time the highs and the lows of the process. Yeah. And, you know, that was the past four years of his life. Being yeah. tied up in something that could have absolutely ruined him financially. It's not yeah. like he's got CM Punk money. No, not at Kaban all. Caban is doing real well for himself an as, indie guy, yeah. as an indie guy, and you know now he's at the point where also he's doing things like commentary for Ring of Honor and in all these other things. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he's been their commentator for the past few months. Um, <laughs> but, hey, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Yeah, um, so you know, a lot more of his livelihood was at, at stake. Absolutely versus CM Punk who.
0: You know, even though this was his fight week, gee, great timing to have a trial. Yeah, and that was the other. That was the other pretty shitty thing that. Yeah, the, the Amon and who uh, allegedly ha- this his. Uh um, legal fees have been uh, paid for by WWE in this yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, rumor and scuttlebutt hearsay. Yeah, say. yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, apparently it had been pushed back and pushed back a couple times before it went to trial. And, oh, wait, oh, yeah, what's this week in uh, in June? Yeah, that'll work for us, say <laughs> WWE. Meanwhile, Punk fights tonight in UFC 2, whatever the fuck they're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Again, so, some guy named Mike Jackson. But the fact is he, he was literally waking up in the morning. Training, yeah, going to trial, right, driving to uh, wherever he's getting coached, I, I Milwaukee, think, uh, yeah, he's driving from Chicago to Milwaukee, yeah,
0: to train at night, yeah, and just doing it all over again. I know this is literally the worst possible week they could have done this to him, and again, yeah. that is another pretty shitty thing, uh, under the whole, yeah, WWE fired on the wedding day this thing, yeah, exactly, uh, and now this, and then you know, so he. he you know, Punk came out. uh, You know, the victory, the victory, the victor, the victor. He came uh, out winner. victoriously. Yes. Yeah. I'm good at word speak talk. <laughs> um. And then you know he went back into his his fight schedule. He has a fight. He made weight. That's happening tonight. Yeah. Uh, as we're recording this on Saturday morning. Uh, and this is the guy. The guy who's fighting is the guy who lost to the guy that beat Punk. Oh, okay. So, so Mickey
1: Gall. Mickey beat, Gall beat. Michael Jackson, I
0: think is. The guy he's fighting tonight. He's Uh, fighting Michael Jackson. They're both 0-1. Yeah. And, you know, to Punk's credit, um, he's on the main UFC card. Normally, an 0-1 fighter uh, is not (laughs) going to make the UFC uh, main card. But he's got enough name and enough interest that he's there. And it's also in Chicago. Yes. So I'm
1: sure he's going to try to do his best. That being said, I think there is a 99% chance he's going to be murdered directly in the ring on live pay-per-view, <laughs> with millions of people watching, turning into an animated GIF immediately by yes. Twitter, yeah. and you know we'll just get to watch that
0: again and again on the loop. Just it'll be he, great. He's alive. Boom. He's dead. He's alive. Yeah. Boom. He's dead. I don't. I don't want him to 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 die in the in the octagon. Uh, but there's a good chance he may not win. Yeah. Um. So it'll it'll probably and I, you know what I hope prove me wrong. I, ho- I hope to be proven wrong yeah, here. It, I, I hope he does great. Yeah.
1: And and it's clear he was doing some press this week. Um pro wrestling's out of the picture for him.
0: He's done. As of today, I have a feeling if tonight goes very sourly I, I w- for him. I will say that he he's had two very different statements over the
1: course of the week. Yes. I feel like the second one was to clear up the first one. He did uh, right. a, a really great interview with uh, Ariel Helwani over yes. at MMAFighting.com, which if you're a punk fan at all, I recommend He's the Meltzer out. of UFC. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they had they had a great back-forth and conversation, and he basically said, you know, he hasn't pursued wrestling. And no one has directly pursued him for wrestling. He said lots of guys have reached out to him saying, Hey, if you ever want to do a thing. Right. But no one's ever said, Here's the day, here's the location, here's the money, here's your opponent. Do you want to do it? Which feels like such a CM Punk argument for something.
0: It, it does. I think we all know that
1: guy in our lives yeah. who are like, Well, you didn't directly ask.
0: <laughs> you know, um, he's a finicky dude. Yeah. He's a very moody individual. I remember yeah. uh, my experience with Punk. Uh, he came up to the morning show when I was a uh, producer, and I was, you know, geeking out because this was like the height of his title reign and yeah. everything. He was on top of the world, um, and, you know, he was just, he was just moody, and he didn't seem like he wanted to be there, and he could tell... Um, that, you know, one of the hosts didn't know anything about wrestling. You yeah. Know, like, oh, CM, what's CM stand for? Just the stupid yeah. sort of, you know. Morning uh, radio dirge, basically. Right. What, yeah. what you would expect, you know. Right, the, which, as he cleared up under oath, does stand for Chick Magnet. Yes. Uh, well, officially official. <laughs> officially official. Not Charles Montgomery, as I had always liked to believe. Um, <laughs> but uh, where was I going with this? Uh, uh, so the morning show, he was going. Through yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the just a same... very moody. He's he likes to kind of he's a loner. Yeah. Um, aside from his wife and his his close uh knit circle of friends. Yeah. And I I feel like he didn't, and that's kind of part of the reason that I feel like he didn't really reach the level of success in WWE that he had hoped to, is because he wasn't, um, you know, always down to putting on the happy face and going out. Like we were yeah. talking about Rousey earlier. Yeah. You have somebody like The Miz who uh, is, you know, at this point, close to. Uh, if not better of a talker than CM Punk mm-hmm. um, at this point. Maybe that's just because I'm so removed from Punk promos right? and The Miz has just been setting it on fire the past couple years. But The
1: Miz is willing to do the PR, whereas he Punk happily was, does it. Yeah, Punk it, was always very specific about what he wanted to yes. do. He wanted to get in
0: front of his audience right. and not necessarily yeah. the
1: mainstream audience. So,
0: you know, The Miz came to play, and yeah. that's, that's why he is where he is. And, you know, we'll hopefully be back in the main event <laughs> picture. Don't, don't shake your head at that. Fuck you. <laughs> that was funny. I stuck it in there real nice. Uh, but That's Punk, Punk never really, you know, wanted to go do that. I can't picture, you know, Punk just going out and, and doing stuff that, like, Miz does. So, yeah. uh, you know, Except for Maurice, because apparently he did. So, you know, good for
1: him. He threw it at Maurice? Dude, if you were a diva in the locker room in the mid to late 2000s, yeah. Come on, yeah. You had a time with Punk. You <laughs> had a time with Punk. Maurice so hot, though. Yeah. Yeah, he, she is. Yeah, that's
0: good stuff. Good on you, Miz. Good on you. (laughs) Good on you, Miz. Good on you, Punk. Good on you. Well, Punk, yeah. Punk threw it down, man. Yeah. Good Lord. Yep. AJ's still looking real nice, too.
1: Yeah, she is. It's a shame that her husband's going to be murdered on live television. Glorious!
0: The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at roughhousesgw on Twitter and facebook.com slash the Podcast this is the, the Rough House pod. uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph.
1: He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Roughhouse House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph And Marty?
0: The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Do you have a little wrestling fan who's just bad at math? Are you worried they won't get their multiplication tables this year? Well, Booker T is here to help you with learning math with Booker T. 5-10! 5, time, five, time, five time. Booker T will help you with your multiplication like what? 5 Top 25 is! Or what? 5-10! 8 is! If you order now, we'll throw in another educational tape for you. Learning fractions and percentages with Scott Steiner. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance. Minus my 25% chance And you've got an 8 and a 3rd chance of winning That's learning math with Booker T And if you can't learn math with Booker T You are definitely a sucker!